Cause all the kids are depressed Nothing ever makes sense I'm not feeling alright Staying up till sunrise And hoping shit is okay Pretending we know things I don't know what happened My natural reaction is that we're scared Good morning, Baltimore. Just kidding, but hello. Good morning. Let's talk about mental health. Welcome to Literally Lex, the podcast seeking to make everyone feel seen and heard. Also seeking to educate people under the age of 25 on how to not treat people like shit. So today we're going to talk about mental health. For those of you who don't know me super well, who don't follow my Finsta, who maybe, I don't know, found this because I'm TikTok famous. Hi, I'm Lex. I suffer from PTSD, ADHD, generalized anxiety disorder, and agoraphobia. What does that look like, you ask? Well, that means that anytime something reminds me of my trauma, which is, you know, historically rooted in loss, um, car accidents, that sort of thing, I get pretty triggered. What does getting triggered look like, you may ask? Well, it means I kind of like rage, but then I get really sad, but then I'm like fine, but then like I'm sad and then I rage and then like it's just a cycle, right? And I feel like I'm like not even myself. I start to like freak out. I'm like, oh my God, like who am I? What is happening? You know, it's terrifying, right? So you have to like find your center and like, you know, calm down your stress response system. That's how you deal with PTSD. As for ADHD, I just, you know, take my Vyvanse every morning and live on caffeine to keep me focused. Um, Generalized anxiety disorder. I mean, anxiety is a bitch. It makes you think that when you are in a public setting, that everyone's talking shit on you, that everybody hates you. Nobody wants you to be there, which like, to be fair, Sometimes I put myself in situations where like maybe that's the case, but most of the time people, you know, they're my friends. They want me there. My friends don't fucking hate me. My friends aren't ignoring me. That's my anxiety talking. And then there is agoraphobia, which means that I'm scared to leave the house or I like have an impending fear of leaving the house. Like the world feels unsafe, which actually gets way worse when I'm living by myself on campus than it is at home. Because at home, it's like I need to get out. But everybody's mental health is cattywankus because shout out coronavirus triggering everybody's traumatic stress response systems in their brain, making them feel out of control, making them feel like not only when you talk about social isolation, does that make you feel like not cool, but then you add the traumatic stress component and you have all these traumatic stress symptoms, right? Like you feel up and then you're down and then you're happy and then you're sad and then you're boozing, then you're smoking weed. Like you're just like, what is life? Is this the beginning? Is this the end? And that's fine. I'm totally welcoming all of those feelings. I just want to offer a space where we can kind of ground ourselves for a minute. Let's just like be grounded. Let's be grounded in this present moment. You're here with me. You took the time to listen to this podcast today. Let's just be grateful for that. Let's take a minute, have some gratitude. Okay. Now that we have an attitude of gratitude in this bitch, let me just tell you the gratefulness and gratitude and being thankful as much as it does make things a lot better because you're focusing on the light and not the darkness and you're focusing on the good and not the bad. It doesn't always fix the situation. For those of us who deal with mental health 
battles. Let's call it a battle because honestly, you're like at war with yourself because you just want to be fucking happy and just want to feel fucking sane. And your literal brain will not allow it. It will not produce serotonin no matter how many times you listen to the Big Booty Remix. It will not just let you feel joy and love even when you're in the most secure relationship that you've ever been in in your life. It's a bitch. Okay. So like you're at battle with this bitch every day. And the only way to approach it, they tell you is like, just be thankful and just be positive. Just be happy. But your brain literally is like, no, you're fucking depressed, bitch. So how do you deal with that? I'll tell you, you accept that it's fucking shitty. You just accept it. You feel the shit. You live in the shit, which is like so gross, bad visual, bad analogy. But That's what you do. You just feel fucking shitty. You take a day. You feel fucking crappy. You let it pass through you. You don't get stuck. You have to kind of get unstuck by resetting. How do you reset, you may ask? Well, you have to figure out what you want to do to reset. For me, if I need to reset, I will go on YouTube, type in Lil Dicky, go to all videos, scroll down to the bottom, and watch Ex-Boyfriend by Lil Dicky, the video. It's funny as fuck. Always brings a smile to my face, takes me back to a much simpler time in high school when I really didn't give a fuck and when I first discovered Lil Dicky and whatever. That's what makes me feel better. There's days where that doesn't fucking work, where I just want to crack open a Bud Light and kind of vibe out on my bedroom floor listening to fucking emo music. That's kind of dark. It's kind of not cool, but... I mean, I'm not here to knock your coping mechanisms. I'm not going to yuck someone's yum. So whatever. But as far as quarantine goes and as far as taking time for my mental health goes and kind of centering myself and finding my peace and maintaining my sanity, because as someone who is an extrovert who copes with her mental health by surrounding herself with people who bring her joy and like socializing and like literally used a frat to cope with her mental health for an entire year and like used that as like therapy. Let me just tell you that like social isolation is making me a nut job. But what do I do to cope with that? Well, I'll tell you, I've made a fuck ton of playlists. I start my day by getting in the car. I go and get a coffee And on the way to get a coffee and on the way home from getting a coffee, I am bopping. I am Millie rocking to every fucking jam that there is. Like I'm just vibing out. And that just starts my day off in a good vibe. And yes, there's shit that happens. My mom gets pissed at me for trying to play beer pong with my seven-year-old brother. My stepdad gets pissed at me because I used all the cups trying to play beer pong with my seven-year-old brother. My mom starts to think that I have an alcohol problem because all I do is go to the store to buy beer. My stepdad starts to think that I have an alcohol problem because I'm constantly mixing vodka pops from Costco with Malibu with orange juice. Like, I am just a college kid and my parents, like, they're only really used to me coming home on breaks. And when you're on a break, like, you're normally home for a holiday. So when you're home for a holiday, you're like just trying to like vibe out and like no one really thinks you're drinking is a problem because it's the holidays. But when you're like in quarantine and you're not doing shit and all you do is like, oh, it's noon, I can start drinking, like they get a little concerned. Needless to say, I've cut back on the drinking in the last couple of weeks. But 
I've also increased my level of tanning. Obviously, if you're going to lay out in the sun, if you can do that wherever you're located in the country, make sure to use sunscreen. Um, make sure not to fry your skin. I don't love skin cancer. Skin cancer is no-no. If you're going to drink, drink responsibly. I hope that you're 21. If you're not 21 and you're listening to this podcast, then don't underage drink. Yes, we all do it, but I'm not going to be the one to tell you that. Anyway, so yeah, our mental health is kind of a wreck, right? And that's because of the traumatic stress we're enduring. Nobody wants to like admit that literally living in a pandemic is going to cause traumatic stress symptoms in the majority of the population. We've never dealt with something like this before. If you're my age group that I would love to be listening to this under 25ers, we've literally never had anything like this happen. Like, I don't know. I mean, I was born in 1998. 9-11 was in 2001. Don't remember that. I was in Hurricane Katrina. And mind you, like, I might have blocked it out, like trauma. But, like, I really don't remember that super well. The only thing I remember is, like, leaving all my shit behind and having it not be there when I, like, went back. So that was, like, the feeling I had when Corona hit. Michigan, I was like, well, shit, like I have to pack my bags and just leave everything behind. And like, this could be it. Like, what if I never come back? What if the world just fucking ends? And like, you start to catastrophize, like, obviously this is going to end at some point and like, we're going to have to adjust to a new normal. So we should all just kind of start preparing ourselves for this new normal. And in this new normal, I would like to take the time to acknowledge that we should stop fucking shaming each other. Lil Dicky kindly pointed out last week on his episode of Dave that people are programmed to judge each other. Like you go into a room and like we are just wired to pass judgment. Like I talked about it on my last episode, like how me and my ex judged each other when we first met and like it was a misjudgment. And like that happens all the time. The amount of times I've walked into a bar and I've looked at a girl who probably would have been like my best friend and been like, that girl's such a bitch just because she's like super pretty and like looks kind of bitchy. Like that's what people think about me. They think I have resting bitch face and like I'm a cunt. So sorry if you don't like that word. But literally, I'm like, it's who we are as humans, but at the same time, we have to stop, like stop judging each other. And with that, I get into like shaming each other. So with coronavirus, like COVID-19, whatever you want to call it with this quarantine, everyone is shaming each other. You're getting shamed. If you leave the house at all, you're getting shamed. If you don't leave the house and support the economy, you're getting shamed. If like you don't wear a mask, you're getting shamed if you do wear a mask, like there's people shaming everyone because everyone has like opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one and everyone has an opinion about what you should be doing to deal with the pandemic. Newsflash, you don't know anything about what other people are going through unless you ask. If someone's at the store or going to the store or traveling, there's probably a reason. And if they're not, then like, don't judge them. Like, why are we shaming each other? And why do we think that we come from a position of power where we even have the right to shame each other? Like, it's not good for each other and it's not good for our society. And I don't know whose idea it was to allow it to go on, but I want it to stop. And I don't think that me, Lex, I have this like all powerful, almighty voice. Like I'm not the president. I'm just saying like, 
it's so harmful to shame each other and it's so harmful to tell people and make people feel bad for like just living their lives. Like I get that everyone is worried about their family members. I have, like I said last on my last episode, like I have two immunocompromised people in my family that I'm devastatingly worried about losing to coronavirus. But at the same time, like I know that if for some reason God decides to give my three-year-old brother coronavirus and like he passes away because of that, that is something that I'm going to have to deal with. That is something that was like in the cards for God. And like, I'm not going to sit and blame people for that. Like, it's not because the lady down the street decided that she wanted to go to the gas station that my brother got coronavirus. Like, that's not the point. And that's not how it works. And if you want to protect your loved ones that are immunocompromised, then you should take it upon yourself to like protect those people by self-quarantining. Take it upon yourself. Worry about yourself. I think everyone could benefit a lot from worrying about them fucking selves. Like if you don't like something that I'm doing, you don't like something that that person's doing, like worry about yourself. What is the point of wasting your energy on people that don't give a fuck what you think about them? Like for me, I have spent a lot of time in my life caring what people think. I, years, years, I cared what people think. I just wanted people to like me. I just wanted people to be my friend. I just wanted to be accepted. And I reached this point by the, I mean, I was a sophomore in college. I was fucking 19, 20 years old. And I was finally like, God, I do not give a fuck anymore. And maybe that's the trauma talking. Maybe that's just like my history of just like being fucking shit on and everything I tried to do was always wrong. And I was always the bad guy. I was always mean, or I was always just like not accepted. And like, so maybe my fuck it mentality is a result of that. But in all honesty, you shouldn't care what people think because they're going to think it anyway. They're going to assume the worst of you. Like, any person that's ever met me and gotten to know me has said to me, oh my God, I thought you hated me when we met. I thought you were such a bitch. The fuck? I'm like the nicest person. I mean, my podcast popping off, you're probably like, oh my God, she's such a bitch. But like, nothing I ever say is out of line. I'm always telling the truth. It's always honest. I might be hard about it. I might be aggressive about it. I might not be like pussyfooting around it. No bullshit. No cap. I'm coming for you. But like, it's the fucking truth. It's the facts. Like I'm not going to avoid the facts here, folks. And the facts of the matter is with coronavirus is that we're in a traumatically stressful period. It's going to have lasting effects on everyone's mental health. So we should all just talk about our mental health. And that kind of segues me into just destigmatizing mental health in general. Let's just start talking about it. You know, we're all going to be grappling with it. We're all currently grappling with it. And we're all like in very safe spaces. Like presumably the majority of us are like in homes where we feel safe and secure. And so this is a great time to kind of check in with yourself and consider how not only the events that led up to the quarantine, but the events that will happen after the quarantine are going to affect your mental health. With that being said, let's talk about mental health. Like, let's talk about it. I know that some of the most impactful moments in my college career have happened because we talked about mental health. 
I have a good guy friend who we were at a party and we were both standing at like the door, both throwing back Coronas. And he says to me, he's like, yeah, I almost didn't come out tonight. And I was like, oh my God, why? Like, this is such a vibe. And he was like, you know, I had like a panic attack and I've never had a panic attack before. And it was so weird. And I don't know why, but like, yeah. And obviously as much as I wanted to like hug him and like put him in like my womb and like baby him, because that's how I am with like all of my guy friends. Like it was such mad respect. Like I had such mad respect for him just to be able to be like, yeah, I had a fucking panic attack today and I almost didn't come out, but I'm here and I'm vibing and like everything's like going to be okay. And just like the ability to disclose that to me in such a casual way. Like that's the way I think we should all be about mental health. The same with like my good friend. She continues to like post on her private Instagram or her private um, Snapchat story. Like I'm fucking depressed. Like I'm so sad. Like, you know, everybody's like grieving a little bit. Like a lot of us suffered losses that weren't necessarily like human death losses, but like seniors, like obviously you lost graduation, you lost the end of your senior year. Like you guys lost like a lot of beautiful things that I cannot even imagine what that will be like. But even like the anticipatory loss of like, are we going to lose football season? Are we going to lose, you know, for me, like, am I going to lose my fall semester of my senior year? Like I love the fall. I love football. I love tailgating. Like what the hell? So it's really scary, but we need to talk about it. And I respect my friends who talk about it. Some of my best friends, like we've bonded because like my dad, before he passed away, suffered from alcoholism. And I have a good friend whose mom suffers from alcoholism. And so like we bonded because of that. Like when you share the things that you've gone through, your loss, your grief, your mental health, you find the people that have also been going through it too. Right. And you really value those people. Those people are the people that you go to when like you feel your lowest. And those are the people that like keep you on the horse and keep you from like falling off the rails for lack of like better analogies. But that being said, we all need to create a culture where it's like open and okay to talk about where like we don't continue to perpetuate this value of like, it's like my grandparents, like they're very, everything is private and we need to deal with this privately. And like, it's a family matter or it's a matter for like going to the priest and talking about in like private and confession. But like, while yes, they say that like fear and anxiety and worry is like a sin because you're not trusting in God. Like Everybody is going to be anxious right now. There's so much uncertainty and so much lack of controllability in the world that like, yes, turning my eyes upon Jesus and saying like, I trust you. I trust that this is your plan. Like this does not feel like God's plan. This feels like the devil. This feels like some devil fucking voodoo witchcraft shit coming up in this bitch. And what I have to say is that like, we have to just love each other through it. And however you find peace is how you find peace. Like I said, I go on drives. I vibe out in my basement. I have dance parties, just like on Grey's Anatomy. Meredith Grey, like, has a dance party when she's, like, really sad. Like, you just got to dance it out. Like, you just got to vibe it out. You have to pretend that you're at a frat. Like, create a frat in your basement. If you miss the club, create a club in your basement. Like, just 
try and maintain your sanity in any way that you can and know that this is going to end soon and that we're all going to have survived it together. And there's something so powerful about that. There's something so powerful about how literally we survived a pandemic together. We did social distancing. We realized that as if like we didn't already know before, because it's like we're the most social media, like technologically advanced age there's ever been. But it's like, oh my God, Zoom? What's Zoom? But we literally got through it by getting through it together. So like, as much as I hate to say it, like, let's be alone together. And like, let's check in with ourselves. Let's look within. Let's you know, unpack some of the shit that's been bothering us. Let's be better people. Let's come out of this quarantine better than we went into it. I went into this quarantine a fucking mess. I act, I was acting like everything is fine, obviously, but like I was fucking depressed as shit. I did not want to go to my classes. I just wanted them to cancel school purely because I just wanted to go home so bad. And at the time I was like, oh my God, I just want to be with my boyfriend. But like, that wasn't it at all. Like I did not want to be around anyone. Like I was so depressed. And then I got home and it didn't make it feel any better. And then a couple of weeks went by and I'm still like, God, this sucks. But like, I did need it. I needed the time to look within and say, okay, what's going on? Check in. What's triggered? What's happening? Why are we feeling this way? How can we deal with it? And now that I've had some time to kind of be introspective, deal with it, talk about it, I'm here to say that it helps. So with that being said, this has been a wildly short segment because I didn't really pull out all of like the traumatic stress and the grief and all of like the key terms and explaining all that to you because I'm not really here to be like a psych professor today. I just am here to tell you to stop fucking shaming each other. Talk about your mental health in a very casual way and don't be afraid to because if everybody just started doing it, then you would be a weirdo for not doing it. Like you, like, here's the thing. Here's my theory that everybody has mental health issues. If we want to call them issues, nobody's like normal. And if you like claim to be normal, like, oh my God, there's nothing wrong with me. I don't have depression. I don't have anxiety. I don't have ADHD, like nothing at like in college. If you can genuinely say that, A, who were your parents and how did they keep you so protected and in a bubble? And B, like, are you sure? Like, are you sure that you're okay? Because it's normally the people that think that they don't have issues that have the deepest issues. But whatever. If we all just started talking about our issues, right? Like, I could just say, like, I have PTSD. Don't fucking trigger me, motherfucker. And my friends could be like, yeah, I have attachment issues. And my other friend could be like, yeah, I'm fucking depressed. And my other friend could be like, yeah, I have panic attacks all the time. Like, we could just say it. And it was totally normalized. Then the people who were like, I don't have anything wrong with me, they would be the weirdos. And then we could, like, you know, stigmatize them for being liars and not being honest about, like, their issues. Because when you're honest with yourself and you're honest with your friends and you're honest with the people around you and like your community as a whole, that's when we destigmatize things. When we stop hiding it and we stop making it bad. It's not bad to have mental health issues. It's not bad to be struggling. It's not bad to be having a hard time. It is not bad to be depressed. It's not bad to be anxious. It is not a bad thing. My anxiety has gotten me so far in life. If I didn't have anxiety, I would be a degenerate because I would have no motivation to do anything because I would never worry about it. If I didn't have any worries, I would have no motivation. 
if I didn't have depression, I wouldn't fucking find humor in like dark humor. And like, I wouldn't be able to listen to sad songs and like feel some, like my feelings. I love how deeply I feel things. I love my emotions. I love how reactive I am and how much things affect me. I love being an empath as a result of my trauma. I'm good with it. So you should be good with it too. So here I am saying, be good with it. I'm proud of you. You're doing great, sweetie. You're amazing. You're vibing out. You're beautiful. You're strong. You're here. And that's what matters. I know for me, there have been so many days in the past five years even where I was just like, I hope that tomorrow I just don't wake up. Like now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord take my ass out. And that's not to joke about suicide. That is to be like genuinely I've wanted to die And I'm here to tell you that like this life is worth living and I'm here and you should be too. And you matter and I matter and we all matter and we're all important and we're all beautiful. And even if you're dealing with guilt or shame or those toxic fucking feelings of like self-doubt and just not loving yourself, like I love you. I don't even know you and I love you. I love you so much. So This is me sending you a virtual hug. And yeah, so the intro today was provided by Jeremy Zucker. All the kids are depressed. And the outro will be provided by Chelsea Cutler. Song title Scripts. I say provided by as if these artists have given me their songs. No, I just take samples that are short enough that I won't have a copyright issue. Anyway, um... Yes. So I am so proud that I made this podcast. I'm so proud that we will continue to have these conversations, destigmatize mental health, talk about it, love each other through it. And yeah, so just keep vibing. I really hope that you guys are getting through it. If anyone needs anything, you know where to find me, bang my line, slide in my DMs, obviously subscribe to the podcast, like the podcast. You can send me video messages through Anchor if you so wish, um, or just text me, come on the podcast. Obviously you can find me through my social media. You can find me through my minor and mining website. Yeah. So I love you all. You're all beautiful. Just keep vibing and have an amazing day. How makes this bad myself running through